I have a really vivid memory of a Wednesday when I was in kindergarten. It was the day before Thanksgiving, and after school got out, we would always get right in the car to drive a couple hours to my grandparents' house. And the whole ride, I did not take off the construction paper Indian headband that I had made at school that day, that my classmates and I wore while we got to eat cornbread as a special snack. It was really exciting for us. But cornbread and paper headbands, that's most of what I remember learning about Native Americans when I was little, especially around Thanksgiving. And this is super innocent. I was six, and let's be real, my teacher definitely bought the cornbread with her own Catholic school salary. But it points to a much bigger question about the stories we tell about the people who were here first, and why the only thing a lot of us know about Native Americans is Thanksgiving, which probably didn't happen in the way we think it did anyways. But in my midterm podcast, I asked the question, could podcasts, which bring us the power and emotion of the human voice, be a way to support the Native American oral tradition and share their history and experience with the rest of America? I think the first step to answering that question is understanding why this is an issue in the first place. Why do we as an American public have a collective memory of Native Americans that's either wrong or just non-existent? There's a lot of reasons. There's the history of violence against indigenous people that pushed them literally to the margins of society. There's structural things like lack of representation in the media. There's interpersonal racism. And there's just the idea that Native Americans don't exist anymore at all. That they were just an interesting side character that came in for the Thanksgiving episode of the critically acclaimed comedy drama that's American history. Another part of it, though, is that Native people aren't usually in our spaces of discourse in America. One of the podcasts I listened to this semester talked about how hard it is for Native students to access higher education. But we have this idea that colleges and universities are where it all happens. They're where the big conversations and the groundbreaking discussions are shaping the people that are going to lead us in the future. So if Native voices aren't part of those discussions and aren't welcome in those spaces, how can we ever start hearing their stories and perspectives? And how can we ever change our harmful collective memory of Indigenous people? If you're not thinking about that question, the institution has the ability to push out people who will feel they're not welcome. And that tends to be a sentiment that is voiced or named or spoken, is that you know, Native students don't belong in these institutions. And they, at some point or another, may articulate that and then leave. That was Tara Jean Yazzie Mintz on an episode of the Harvard EdCast. She's a Native educator and consultant who's trying to lower the barriers that Native students face in accessing higher ed. Making education more equitable is a key part of getting the Native perspective into public discourse. Back to the question I posed at the beginning. There's obviously a lot of challenges to getting Native voices out there. But do podcasts have a role in supporting the Native American oral tradition and sharing the Native history and experience with the rest of America in a way that's authentic? I found that to be really true this semester. There are a couple moments from podcasts we listen to that I can remember so clearly. I can see exactly where I was when I heard it, and I can even recount the voices of the hosts in my head. 
I was walking by Compton Ice Arena in the evening, and this was back in August, and I still remember it, when I heard Lisa Yellowbird Chase yelling at Suna over the phone, trying to figure out what happened to her niece Carla, and hearing Suna's slippery defensive replies. Oh well, she's gone. There's nothing I can do about that. But I want I want to know where her fucking body is. I'm done playing you know with it. I remember going for a run. I was on Napoleon Street, the block behind Eddie Street Commons, when the hosts of the Iroquois History Podcast talked about the Iroquois government always looking ahead to the future. Yeah, another thing that's written in the Constitution is whenever they made a decision, they needed to think ahead seven generations on how this was going to affect the future. Somehow this blew my mind, even though it seems so obvious. Like, imagine if we had applied this to things like climate change. And I was walking to class in Deepak while I listened to the Harvard EdCast episode that I just mentioned. And I remember the moment when Tara Jean talked about how it's not enough to just bring Native students to institutes of higher learning, not enough just to open the doors. You have to be a good host once they enter those doors. It's kind of weird or maybe even unsettling that these moments stick in my head. But I think it's because we remember stories and we relate to stories. And good ideas just stick with us. If it's good, we'll remember it. So how does our actual memories of what we hear relate to the collective public memory of historical narratives and perceptions of a people? I think that if the public hears the history and the current experience of Native people told in their own voices, they'll remember it. They'll be better educated about our country's history and have more knowledge to solve problems and be culturally competent. And Native people, in telling their own stories, will be able to have a space in America that they're denied a lot of the time. They'll be able to keep transmitting stories and knowledge to future generations, along with the wider public. This vision is shared by the Indian and Cowboy Podcast Network, one of the first and biggest networks of its kind. And per their website, Indian and Cowboy is a member-supported Indigenous podcast network rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and Indigenous storytelling. They recognize that intersection, and their parent company's mission is really similar, to build digital spaces for Indigenous voices to disrupt, inspire, and transform the world around us. Another great podcast I listened to was All My Relations, a show by Matika Wilbur and Adrian Keene. And I think they tell it best. They tell the story of why having Native voices and representation in podcasts and other media matters. Matika gave a TED Talk in 2014 and actually read a piece from Adrienne's blog while she did it. It's titled, Why Tonto Matters. We are taught every day explicitly in classrooms and implicitly through messages from the media that our cultures are something of the past something that exists in negative contrast to Western values, and something that can be commodified and enjoyed by anyone with $20 to buy a cheap plastic headdress. These stereotypical images like Johnny Depp's Tonto feed into the ongoing cycle, and until we demand more, our contemporary existence and therefore the real problems in Indian country simply don't exist in the minds of the dominant culture. How can we expect mainstream support for sovereignty, self-determination, nation-building, tribally-controlled education, healthcare, and jobs when 90% of Americans only view people 
my people, as one-dimensional stereotypes situated in the historic past or even worse, situated in their imaginations. I argue that we can't. And that, to me, is why Tonto matters. Until we demand more, our contemporary existence, and therefore the real problems in Indian country, simply don't exist in the mind of the dominant culture. As I said, Matika and Adrian tell this best. I hope that the future of Indigenous storytelling through podcasts is bright, because I think it has the potential to make a real change. Did this turn into a meta-podcast about podcasts? A little bit. But if you can't tell, I'm a huge fan of them. Podcasts can make you laugh, cry, smile, think, and ponder, all of which I definitely did this semester. Thanks so much for listening. This is Bridget Kelly, and this is my final for Podcast America Fall 2020. Source material and clips for this podcast came from Harvard EdCast episode 359, Improving College Access for Native People, This American Life 706, A Mess to be Reckoned With, The Iroquois History and Legends podcast episode 2, The First American Constitution, The Indian and Cowboy Podcast Network and McCoon's Media, All My Relations podcast, and Matika Wilber's TED Talk, Changing the Way We See Native Americans. The background music is New Land by Albus, free from the YouTube audio library. <laughs>